Hi Radio OU, I'm roaming across your mind. Assalamualaikum. Thank you so much for tuning in to I Radio OU. And you're listening in to me, DJ Hanim. Okay, since it's the May 2010 semester, okay, your tutorial will start in one week's time. It's time for us at I Radio OU to start with our new schedule. Okay, earlier on, you heard the first installment of a continuous segment, inshallah, with the IMTCSB. Meteor Technology and Consultancy Syndrome Berhad sharing with you about the ICT infrastructure that we have in OUM all about ICT okay so that's one of the segments that inshallah we'll be bringing in at least once a month okay now the second segment for today Tuesday okay is the Hazard Management Segment Okay So this segment is based on a module Offered by the Faculty of Business and Management Okay BBSH 4103 Hazard Management Okay And since it's the first segment for today Okay We're going to take a look at Hazard Management The basic overview of Hazard Management What is Hazard Management Okay The evolution of Hazard Management Okay How uh, Hazard Management become such an integral part of our working days of our lives today Okay It, it didn't come out, out of nowhere it, it has its own um, evolution Okay From ancient times In fact Yeah Hazard Management has been around So that's what we'll explore today We'll take a look at the evolution of hazard management as well and not only that we'll also uh, take a look at the current developments in the field of occupational safety and health management okay because when we talk about um, hazard management we talk about risk management we are talking about occupational safety and health okay because the hazard management the risk management we will be sharing we will be discussing in this segment relates to the um, uh, safety and occupational safety and health in our workplace okay so that's what we'll take a look at today so if you want to know more you need to stay tuned to our radio OUM Terlalu banyak kena kopi, aku menyanyi Ditemani teko berasap dan bau wangi Ditemani cahaya malap I Radio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to I Radio OUM. You're tuning in to me, DJ Hanim. It's the second segment for today. It's a lovely Tuesday and it's the Hazard Management segment. It's the first installment of this new segment for the May 2010 semester. Okay. Now, of course, since it's the first uh, installment of this segment, okay, since it's the first episode, okay, I'll not share with you all the big, big words. I'll not share with you all the scary details but today I thought I'll just share with you an introduction an overview of hazard management okay now of course when we talk about hazard management we're talking about risk management we're talking about occupational safety and health we're talking about workplace hazard and so on okay and don't think about when we talk about workplace hazard when we talk about hazard okay itself don't think of uh, you know workers building buildings okay don't talk don't think about construction work Okay, let's think about those people who are actually open to different hazardous materials. Okay, to to hazardous environment even. Yeah, don't think about all the chemists that are dealing with the chemicals and so on. Sometimes even as office workers, okay, we also face some hazards in the workplace as well. That's why we need to learn about hazard management. Okay, now let's take a look at the first word, hazard 
in hazard management. The first word in hazard management, which is hazard. Now, what is a hazard? Now, to put it simply, yeah, hazard is basically a situation or perhaps a a process, yeah, in your workplace, yeah, in any workplace that has the potential to harm the health and safety of the people in that office, in that workplace, okay, or perhaps you know, um, it has the potential to damage plant, the the factories, yeah, the workplace. And the equipment, the machineries that you use to produce products, to produce the services that you need to deliver to your customer. Okay, now the situation uh, can involve a task, some chemical materials or equipment, perhaps that you're using. Okay, now let's take a look at some of the most common workplace hazards. Okay, now um, what do you think are some of the common uh, workplace hazards? I think. Sometimes it's the equipments, the machineries that we're dealing with. Okay, perhaps if you're working in the office, there's not much, you know, manufacturing uh, equipments and so on, machineries and so on. But still, you know, the machineries that you use in the office sometimes your fingers can get jammed in the printer machine. Perhaps I don't know. That's that's a hazard in itself. Okay, there's also uh, physical and manual handling hazards. Okay, maybe lifting, heavy lifting can. Cause back injury, okay. Improper lifting, okay, can cause back injury. That is also a hazard. Yeah,、uh, chemical and biological hazards, okay.、Um, maybe our friends in the oil and gas industry, okay. Maybe the chemists in that line, okay. They they are facing this type of hazards, okay. Just as an example,、uh, human factors are also a hazard, okay. Sometimes the equipment is working well. Sometimes the machineries are working smoothly, but the people using the、uh, machineries are the hazards because they don't know how to use the machinery properly, or they use the machinery without the proper equipment or protective gear. Okay, so that's a hazard as as well. The human factor. Sometimes housekeeping is a, a hazard. Okay, because you don't you don't carry it out. You don't housekeep at all. Okay, so you don't maintain your Uh, equipment, perhaps.、Um, sometimes、uh, another common workplace hazard is um, uh, sometimes uh, fire is also a hazard. Okay, and evacuation procedures. We heard that you know our neighboring countries are facing earthquakes and so on. So these are also a hazard that we are facing. Sometimes in in some cases in some of the.、Uh, Common hazards, yeah. It occurs on a daily basis. Yet we are not、uh, well informed enough to actually do something about it, to actually deal with the problem. Okay. Now, what about hazard management? Then, what does hazard management means? Well, if you want to know what hazard management means, you need to stay tuned to our radio OEM. Because right now, right now, I'm going to take a small break. Don't go anywhere. Radio OU, I'm roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning into our Radio OU. I'm your tuner to me, DJ Hanim. Today's installment of Hazard Management. Okay, now did you know that in Queensland, Australia, yeah,、uh, workplace illness and injury costs the government. Uh, a staggering 4.7 billion、uh, Australian dollar annually. 4.7 
billion okay with over 100 deaths and 85000 injuries due to workplace incidents yeah reported in Queensland each year okay so that's why workplace healthy uh, workplace safety and health must be a priority for everyone every day in every workplace okay now before the break i shared with you the word hazard what it means what it entails what are some of the common hazards that is around us in the workplace around us at our home and so on so what is hazard management what is hazard put together with management well basically it's a continuous process that can be used to improve the health and safety of all workplaces okay of all the people in those workplaces it's basically a problem solving process okay and it aims at first identifying the problems okay what are the hazards and then you gather information about these hazards the risk assessment and then you solve them which is risk control okay and once you've done these steps you follow up by checking to see that the controls were successful okay and you review the whole process after a period of time or when something changes okay perhaps you know uh, when you first uh, came with uh, when you first did all the first three steps which is identifying the hazard and then you uh, assess the risk and then you uh, carry out risk control okay when you do these first three steps you were using machine a okay now of course uh, as the year progresses okay machine a point a 2.0 okay the second version of machine a comes out so the risk control might change the risk assessment might change okay the hazards that is surrounding the use of machine b or machine a 2.0 might also change so again it needs to be reviewed it cannot stay static okay now of course uh, it's not about eliminating hazards altogether although that would be the ideal uh, situation however it's about dealing it's about managing hazards okay we know that hazards is going to be there like i said earlier before the break okay one of the common hazards is human factor okay and of course you know as much as we can train our workers employees Okay, as much as we can uh, protect them with all the appropriate gears, as much as we can uh, keep up or maintain the equipment, sometimes okay, chances are humans will make mistakes. Okay, and sometimes these mistakes can be hazardous. Okay, so instead of trying to eliminate the hazards altogether, we try to minimize the risk. Okay, so there you have it. Hazard management. Okay, now um, that's the first part of today's discussion on hazard management. Our overview of hazard management. The next part is all about hazard management from days before. Yes, hazard management. Believe it or not, has been around for quite a while. Hmm. Now, if you want to know since when has uh, hazard management floated in the air in this world, you need to stay tuned to our radio O U M.
Radio OU and roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to iRadio OU and you're listening into the Hazard Management segment. It's the first installment or the first episode for this segment for the May 2010 semester. Okay, now in today's episode, uh, earlier on I've shared with you some basic ideas about hazard and hazard management. Okay, what is hazard and what is hazard management? Okay, now of course, like I promised earlier, I'm going to share with you the evolution, okay, of hazard management. Believe it or not, hazard management, the idea and even the implementation of hazard management, hazard management law and um, uh, occupational safety and health, although they might not call it that, okay, has been around for quite a while, okay. Believe it or not, it has been around since the Babylonian time, okay. Now, I'm sure if you remember your Form 4 history lessons, okay, uh, Babylon, Hammurabi, and so on, okay, and this was 2000 BC, okay. Now, uh, during this time, during the Babylonian time, yeah, um, there was a king called King Hammurabi, okay, then. King Hammurabi actually uh, developed or created a, a code, the Hammurabi Code, okay? And this code basically uh, entails all the laws of the land at that time, okay? So all the laws governing uh, Babylon at that time were on that uh, Hammurabi Code, okay? And it's actually a black stone monument, yeah, 2.4 meters high, very, very tall, okay? Perhaps an NBA basketball player height or something okay and this stone monument basically uh, has all the laws that is uh, that, that governs the land okay now part of the content of that 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 stone monument of the code is actually related to the safety and health of the citizens okay there are clauses on safety and health laws yeah dealing with injuries okay and even monetary damages okay uh, for those who injured others okay for example uh, if a man causes the loss of someone else's eye then that man's eye should be caused to be lost okay so an eye for an eye perhaps that's where the saying comes from now um of course, there are many other uh, causes that was on that stone monument as well. Now, uh, moving on a little bit forward, okay, fast forward a little bit, yeah, during Egyptian times or the Egyptian empires. Now, we know that the Egyptians are very, very well known for their pyramids, okay, and we know that uh, Egypt is a harsh land uh, in a sense that it, it has deserts from all rounds, okay, and we've, uh, we've come across documentaries or, you know, researchers are saying that uh, these stones were, that are used to build those pyramids comes uh, from different parts of the world or different parts of Egypt at least not from that particular spot okay so that means that the workers who are building those pyramids for the pharaohs okay are actually exposed to harsh conditions okay and how do these pharaohs how did these pharaohs manage the hazards that they are facing because at the end of the day they want the pyramid to be built okay but they also don't want their their, their uh, slaves or their workers to fall sick all the time fall ill all the time okay so what happens is that the pharaohs were actually providing medical services for their man okay and again, we fast forward during the Roman era, okay? And um, 
During this era, the rulers or the leaders were fairly concerned with the safety and health of their living environment. That's why we see, you know, sewerage, irrigation systems, okay, well-ventilated houses, okay, because they want to provide better living and working conditions, okay, and. In the Western Roman Empire, yeah, uh, in the fifth century AD to the beginning of the Renaissance in the fifteenth century AD, was known historically as the Middle Ages, and this was when things started to change. Uh, perhaps uh, change over time. It's, it's not drastic, but we see a, a, a big change going on. Okay, and we see many writers or many perhaps philosophers uh, writing about you know. Um, uh, for example, Philippus Aureolus uh, wrote on the minor sickness and other diseases of minors. Okay, we see Georgius Ar- Ar- Agricola coming up with Dere Metallica, and we see writers such as Bernardino Ramazzini who wrote discourse on the disease of workers. So we see the evolution, okay, from the Hammurabi Code, okay, to the Egyptian times, and we see a more um, streamlined, a more organized writing body of work. When it comes to uh, occupational safety and health and hazard management during the Roman Empire in the Middle Ages, okay, so you see the evolution. It's it has been around. The idea of hazard management has been around for quite some time. Okay, so yes, it's been around for quite some time, and and it has evolved into what it is today. So if you want to know more about hazard management, the evolution of hazard management, that's only the first part, okay? That's the second part and the last part of the evolution of, say, hazard management and occupational safety and health, then you need to stay tuned to our Radio OU app. Radio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning into our Radio OUM. You're tuning into the hazard management segment with me, DJ Hanim. Okay, since today is the first episode of this new segment for the May 2010 semester, I'm sharing with you a basic overview of hazard management. Okay, what is hazard? What is management? What is hazard management? Okay, and before the break, I shared with you the evolution, the first part of the evolution of hazard management, which happened. Way back then, 2000, 2000 BC, okay, with during the Babylonian time, okay, and that first, uh, perhaps the first step or the first uh, precursor to the evolution of occupational safety and health and hazard management and so on is uh, also known as the uh, is the era before the industrial revolution, okay, and there's. The, the second step would be the era after the Industrial Revolution. Let's take a look at the Industrial Revolution. Just a basic idea on Industrial Revolution. Okay, it's basically a, a change, yeah, um, from the old manner of doing things into new ways of doing things. Okay, uh, this is where uh, a period in which fundamental changes yeah occurred in agriculture in textile and metal manufacturer transportation economic policies and even the social structure and all this was was centered in England okay although revolution industrial revolution is somewhat a misnomer because the change actually happened over time okay but still it is it is used the term is used okay and one of the uh, perhaps effects of uh, industrial revolution is that uh, uh, is is the use of child labor and women 
to reduce production costs okay and because most factories yeah most manufacturers at that time actually exploited unskilled children and women okay because they want to reduce production cost okay and this somewhat increased the risk of workplace accidents so that we see the uh, the existence yeah of trade or labor unions yeah and of course these unions fought for the rights of the 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 workers the laborers the laborers yeah so what happens is that they fought for the rights they wanted this to be provided they wanted that to be provided so on and so forth okay so from that we see a greater evolution in the um hazard management and occupational safety and health okay and we see that in 1877 we see that the law on safeguards for hazardous machines were passed in Massachusetts USA okay and employers liability act was passed at that year as well in that year as well so we see that uh, people are starting to pay more attention to hazard management okay more proper uh, writings and laws and so on on hazard management okay so that's hazard management after the uh, the industrial revolution okay now what about occupational safety and health management and hazard management today well today's uh, occupational safety and health uh, movement or occupational safety and health management today and hazard management today is actually uh, evolu- uh, evolving in its own okay if you want to know more you need to stay tuned to i radio oum i'm going to take a small break i'll come back with more after the break i radio oum roaming across your mind Well, you're back with me in the hazard management segment, the final minutes of the hazard management segment. Today, I'm sharing with you an overview of the segment of hazard management. Okay, now before the break, I shared with you the evolution of hazard management after the industrial era in in the Europe, especially yeah, in England and so on. We see how uh, laws were actually enacted, how laws were actually enforced during this time, and we see. That during this time, the the um, the the laws were protecting the workers. Okay, should something happen, then the employers are liable. They need to provide, uh, perhaps you know, better equipment, and they need to maintain the equipment and so on. If not, they are liable to be sued or and so on to for damages and so on. Okay, but in today's occupational safety and health and hazard management, we see a few changes in the perspective of. Occupational safety and health. Okay, first and foremost, yeah, we see that today we uh, see um, uh, occupational how occupational safety and health management, hazard management, actually focuses on on inculcating the safe and healthy working methods at the workplace by 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 involving the workers and actually encouraging them to change their attitude at the workplace okay so of course employers are still liable if they are not maintaining equipment if they are provide if the workplace is unsafe and so on of course they are still um actually liable but the the workers okay the employees are also responsible for uh, for uh, uh, also responsible for their attitude at the workplace okay now there's also a change in perspective when it comes to OSH occupational safety and health and hazard management in which 
where we talk about occupational safety and health and hazard management, it also includes the public and the environment as well. Okay, of course, this is very much true when we're talking about chemicals, hazardous chemicals. Okay, when you are erecting plants or manufacturing plants, factories that has you know all this um, waste, chemical waste, and so on, which can be damaging to the public, to the environment. So attention needs to be given to that area, to that respect as well. Another change in perspective in the OSH and hazard management today is that uh, uh, most companies, most organizations see it as important because they need to maintain their reputation, okay? If they provide this, uh, if they provide all the top-notch occupational safety and health provisions and so on, then they are a good employer, okay? So this will also help them to remain competitive, okay? And last but not least, yeah, the change in perspective in the occupational safety and health today is that uh, occupational safety and health is part of the total quality management, okay? Total quality management approach, okay? Because we see ISOSH1 1,800 and ISO 14,000 standards in an effort to create a safe and healthy working environment. So we see this evolution in today. Basically, you know, uh, from from the before the industrial era, we see some uh, basic ideas, laws laid out for the public, okay, by the rulers, and then we see uh, in the industrial era itself, okay, we see that people are actually enforcing more laws. When it comes more specific laws, when it comes to protecting the workers in in terms of occupational safety and health and hazard management, and in this day and age, in today's occupational safety and health and hazard management, we see that there's a change in perspective, a lot of changes in the perspective of people. Okay, and with that, it looks like we've come to the end of today's segment. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's installment of Hazard Management. Okay, more interesting segments are up ahead. You need to stay tuned to iRadio OUM for them. In the meantime, this is me, Hanim, signing off. Assalamualaikum. Bye-bye.